How are you? Hi. Hello. How's it going? Hey. Welcome to the Bloody Stream Podcast. I'm Brian. And I'm Jorge. And today we are joined by our very special guest friend, John. Hello. John, of course, is from Eyes of Astoria and a number of projects which you'll hear about, but he's the creator of that theme song you just heard. Yes. That's Dead Walk by Eyes of Astoria. That's John. <laughs> Woo! Where the energy is totally, I mean, sorry to bring, but I'm only, totally I'm weird because I haven't done up. one for like a whole week. I'm only doing up. That's <laughs> all I got do- today. Only up. Up and up and up like those stonks to the moon. Hit gotta have a little moon. break. That's that's why our episode is, didn't come out at midnight, but it's still, Shut it's up. still today though. Okay? <laughs> today. So it's, it's coming out. Don't worry about it. You're on schedule it. as long as it's on the calendar day. Correct. That's all that matters. Thank you. We all right. Uh. Something I want to mention is something that John just expressed to me, which is apparently they made a Slumber Party Massacre remake that came out yesterday. Yeah. I know nothing about it, so I don't have a review for you. Yeah. But uh, hopefully it's Ghost Skull Alien. But yeah, well, we're gonna work. We'll, we'll work on getting that to you. Maybe not this month, but it's coming. It is the first one, not the second. Ooh, yes. Lord, it's coming. It. Yeah. <laughs> and oh, I feel like he's not gonna have a no. You know what? I bet they do a, a drill guitar cameo or like Easter egg or reference or do, something. Which one do you think's more famous of that? Maybe they the eat a little one or the first one? pizza. Or the, either of them. For I don't think they're either <laughs> famous. I don't think the answer is no, I think, I to your question. Which one's know. more famous? Mm-mm. If we were like Summer Party Massacre, right? People would be like, the fuck? Are you guys, why are you guys always being so weird? <laughs> Most people won't know what that is. That's true. <laughs> That's, That's no a idea. good point. I know Friday the 13th. Shut up. <laughs> Do you mean Freddy, the guy from Friday the 13th? You mean Freddy know. Voorhees? Oh. Oh. Freddy Voorhees from the Halloween series. <laughs> of Hellraiser fame. <laughs> the, um, He's one of the Hellraisers, right? Mark Parker wrote that, right? <laughs> yep, Hellbound Heart. Uh, that's why I like Hellbound Fart. <laughs> the nice one. Should we play oh. that back again? Is that, yeah. is that j- joke for the day? Uh, I, that's why I love it in Scream when uh, when Ghostface asks her the, the question about who the killer is in Friday the Thirteenth, and she's like Jason Voorhees, and he's like, "No, you idiot! It's yeah, Jason like, Voorhees' mother, Pamela yeah. Voorhees." Yeah, and I was like, "Is that what we sound like?" That's that's exactly <laughs> probably is that what we sound. like? What we sound like. Yes. Absolutely. Horror movie nerds. It's okay. <laughs> well, speak, speaking of being horror movie nerds, today we're, we're bringing you a doozy. I fucking almost guarantee. Sean brought us a doozy. This is mine. You would think I, you would think it would be mine. Today. That's it's not, right. It's yeah. It's hilarious that John is on it, though, because well, it's I wanted, just a John episode. This was my <laughs> gift to John. Ah. I'm like, I wanted him to continue his rock and roll streak. And I'm like, I got I got the one, dude. I got, you definitely not picked seen... like the perfect movie for me. An incredibly <laughs> <know>. to watch. <laughs> Holy moly. I had not watched this movie before either. I just like I'd watched the trailer so many times and like in wonderment hoping to watch it one day and it just finally like worked out so you already knew what it was you just didn't you hadn't yet you had the vibe yeah i knew it was because i mean the 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 trailer was just like i think they kept the line was like in in space no one can save you from rock and roll that's great that's they would show like (laughs) clips of like what looked like music videos but there was a bunch of like weird like clown and alien and robot stuff and i'm like that's fucking awesome i want to watch that it looks very exciting because the music mainly you know this movie is bad channels. If you haven't looked at the title already, you can watch this in Tubi? on Tubi TV. And I think Pluto TV, both yeah. with ads, which yes. I did the formal research for it. They know about ad block. So fucking be a grown up and watch it with ads. Ooh. Okay. What, what yeah, happens? They ask you to whitelist and they yeah. go, hey, seems, <laughs> seems you're uh, being an asshole and using ad block. So could you fucking turn that off? And we're like, okay. And then yeah. watch and the it ad. literally is just there. I don't even know if you'll be able to find it like to, rent, to rent anywhere. No. Though I will say that John put in the work and actually <laughs> ordered it off of off the internet and managed to get a copy of both the movie and the soundtrack before watching it. I was going to say, it's crazy because I haven't bought a CD or a DVD specifically in a very long... I still buy vinyls and I still buy like Blu-rays from time to time. Sure. I've not bought either of these in forever and I completely forgot that DVDs have special features. Oh? Oh, Did you, you watch the special features? I had to watch... Yeah, of course I watched the special <gasps> oh, features. Oh, yeah. you got so many good... You got I'm so happy. Yeah, oh, they, they, so they happy. weren't very long or very many, but there's a couple interesting little things that's, we can talk about. That's so yeah. exciting. All we need. I'm very excited to hear about that. Yep. So. Brian, keeping in mind that that we're trying to rate things for what they for are what they here are. and not just like, you know, your opinion of it necessarily. Totally. Like you thinking how well in they did frame, what they're doing. In its frame of what it is. What would you rate Bad Channels? Ghost Skull Alien. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. 
Mm. For for absolute schlock, mm. for absolute schlock, I Dang. loved this movie. Look, I, I was loved at it a too. that's that's high. Was, <laughs> it's a high. It's a high rating. I, I dig I it was though. Mis- I dig it. Yeah, the something about the boldness makes me sound like a fucking baby for giving it to Mister Cool Guy. Mister Cool Guy is exactly where I was for most of this movie. Yeah, but I love, I'm gonna. Let's, <laughs> but I got to one gonna, song and I went. Never mind. <laughs> Dude, if you're talking, if you're talking about the song by Psychotic Symphony, I'm still listening to that song. So yeah, it's, they're good. I, they're really good. Spoiler alert. Yeah. <laughs> spoiler yeah, alert. That, the fans I, of this movie are great. <laughs> oh my fucking. <laughs> yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna start out Mister Cool Guy, but with room to grow because I I very I, might well be ghost. Wow. By the end of it, because I'm kind of pumped. I was very. This is probably one of the ex- episodes I've been the most excited to do. Talking about up, yeah. It's also been like a, a distance between when it's I been watched a while. it and when we've done it, and I've just been waiting to do. Oh, it. I watched it last night. I'm still like those say, songs I'm are stuck in my head. Like, yeah, <laughs> that song's fucking awesome. We'll get to that. So yeah, I'm gonna start with Mr. Cool Guy. Wow, John, John, what would you give it? You know, it's funny because I was I was Mr. Cool Guy would be my default for most of these types of movies, just because it's totally in my alley. But I feel like yeah. in the interest of being totally. Neutral to people that of the genre in general, it's probably a smiley face. Just Ooh. in general, like to me, it's a Mr. Sure, cool guy. Sure, in robot. general, <laughs> yes. But if, I, I mean, see, on the scale of things, I would definitely decrease it from a ghost call. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, oh, for sure. Yeah, no, yeah. But like if it if it was just like amongst all horror films, but if you're mm-hmm. looking for like an actual B horror film, we're we've done stuff. There's a lot of movies out there that are people like B horror. Ooh, ooh and no, yeah, this is a tried and true B horror movie. This is, this is B- actual horror. B-hole. Yeah, Mr. Cool and guy. Mr. Cool. That, and there's a song in the movie called Mr. Cool, so I guess that <laughs> seals the deal. there is! <laughs> and it's an awesome song. Uh, that's the thing. It's like, when you think about the smiley face, that's just like, you know, no, you're not no problem. It's no problem. Watchable. Fine. Mr. Cool guy's like, I actually recommend I'm My point is, if you're looking for an authentic B-horror film that you will actually enjoy and will be fun... I recommend this one. I would say you should watch this one if you're after this kind of thing. I would agree why with that. I go Holy. Mr. Cool Guy. Exactly. That's why How I go. That, how does that song go? Mr. Cool. <laughs> and then he does some like, uh, you know, cool. Noodles heavily on the guitar. Noodle. Guitar yeah. stuff. It's cool. Noodling intensifies. I Mr. That. Cool. It's the credit song too. And it's actually, Fuck it's it funny is. because before I even watched this and before this DVD and CD came, which I'm holding, which you can't see, um, I think you sent me the spot, or you sent me something, and I listened to it on Spotify, and I was like, this yeah. is awesome. Mm. And so that yeah, was the yeah. first song I heard prior to even getting into any of this, and I was like, oh, well, this is just... setting me up for like <laughs> success yeah. here, so. Oh, dude, I let the movie set me up for that success with just the opening. Oh, it's okay. It's good. As, as far as warnings go, I this is a surprisingly non-violent movie. It's I don't a think harmless that little movie, honestly. It's like PG. I feel like it's maybe it's it's almost P- there's it's rated R. I lied, never mind. Which I, I well, see, I feel like well because of they like would, cursing and a couple of things. I feel like it would be rated R just for attitude, just too yeah. much rock and roll. Yeah, but isn't like it can't handle it. That's fair. It's it is the '90s after we got <laughs> came into out in 1992. Ratings that fucking, had more. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is tail end of H. W. Bush sort of like time. <laughs> this is Reagan era holdovers finally. Wait, you said 1992 is what this is. I believe 92. Could be wrong, but... No, I think you're right. I, it's 1992. Uh, yeah. Shout out 1992. Hey, that's a good I, year. I be- <laughs> believe the kill... Yeah, it like, was a very good year. <laughs> literally, the kill count, fucking zero, I think. Uh, um, I think it's... One, technically. Are we spoiler? Even, Are we in spoiler we'll, area? Or no. We'll, 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 let's, yeah, let's not go... go <laughs> well, yeah, just, sorry, my, sorry, point, sorry. my point it's very, is... It's very low, no matter... It might be yeah, nothing. I, it is low. There's no, nothing super weird that anybody's mm-hmm. hinting at. No talks about... It's just it's just Upset. good old-fashioned fun and rock and roll and aliens and robots. Pretty much, yeah. And, yeah. It's awesome. I've, the vibe is I, B-horror, but, like, honestly, sometimes B is so fucking unwatchable. Like, it, it's, like, either this super is good stale B-horror. and boring. Yeah, or, like, the, the dialogue is just, like... Complete garbo, unlistenable. No, this was an actual movie. Like the actors could act. Yeah, the special, the visual effects were pretty good. Like there was actual things happening throughout it. Yeah, it was a real, it was a real movie. Yeah, I'll get. Yeah, there's lots of visual. I I love that there's a bunch of practical effects throughout. Totally. Um, Yeah, I would say it's just that the actors can act, and that's about it. They're not whether yeah yeah, yeah. yes. Physically able to act, which is saying a lot for a B horror. For a B horror, it's a self aware movie too. You know, it's not like a. It's not trying to be something. It's not. It's not batting no. outside of its league. You know. It's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> correct. And it, that's. I also think its credit is it makes use of its limitations. Very it well. Is, yeah. What it's using is efficient, and it's not like we're just filming a boring thing with mm-hmm. our one set, with our one or two sets. We're doing what we can with what we have, 
to honestly make something compelling and engaging. Absolutely. Like there's a couple of slow drags, but I think literally every B horror movie is required to have moments that are a little bit too slow and drag. But other than that, I'm like, oh, I was in this the whole fucking yeah. time. Well, that's the thing. It's like, if, as long as the whole thing's not a fucking drag, then that's, that's who cares? Yeah. It, keeps, exactly. it keeps moving at a yeah. pace that so makes you sense. just stay having fun in a yeah. horror film is is a lot. It's not easy. They they don't have the money to like keep stuff up the whole time <laughs> many times. You know? They have to get it done. They have to finish the movie yeah. quickly. <laughs> we got to get out They're of like, here. They're like, Blue Oyster Cult wants their check. Like, we need to, oh, yeah. oh, we need to get this out. They're getting their check. <laughs> that's, that's the other thing about this is... One part of B-horror movies that can always be completely hit or miss or, like, really drag on certain parts is the music. Absolutely like Because you just get some guy's brother to fucking... You know, sometimes that's what it is, right? It's just like, oh, I'm throwing together something, and it's this very slow plotting or, like, whatever. The soundtrack to this was scored by Blue Oyster Cult. It's kind of weird that AKA that AKA Don't Fear the Reaper. They were not only More involved like... with like every song in some capacity, maybe they at least claim to be. Yeah. Uh, they also like they literally scored the film. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, so that's what it is is it's like cuz I have the CD here so I can kind of say what's what. Mm-hmm. Like there's a there's a couple bands which we can talk about cuz they're in the movie in different parts of it. But Blue Oyster Cult did all the scoring, right? So all of like yes. the interludes and other things that are not really music video elements which we'll talk about i guess but there are a couple other bands that are not blue oyster cult at all on this which yeah, is funny because the album yeah. is under blue oyster cults like name like it's blue oyster yeah. cults bad channels or whatever but there's oh. certainly like eight songs Half in this of it's that like are him. not blue oyster cult so <laughs> on, on spotify all those songs are listed as blue oyster cult and then the name of the band it's oh. just weird because that's them spot that's spotify looking at the others as like guest features or whatever yeah. which is which, just objectively not what that feels very uh, one re- or Timberland featuring One Republic for that one song where it was just all One Republic and I then Timberland was like, huh? No idea. That's fine. Don't worry about, about it. People know what I'm talking Sidebar. about. Sidebar. I'm sure know what you're talking about. The guy from One Republic is also a songwriter in uh, the industry. He writes a lot of songs for a lot I, of different I thought albums. you were going to say. Is on Bad Channel. Yeah. And I yeah, was he about he's to the lose director my complete mind. Yeah. Director of Bad Channel. This is how he started his career. But. I think having said all of that, we're ready. we're ready to move to remove that spoily doily mm-hmm. into the corner of our gross little weird room with the mattress, do a sensual thumb circle, and open the spoiler configuration. Shut up, John. Don't laugh. I was like, I'm looking it. at you guys, and I was like, where's the mattress? And I was like, where's Wait. the mattress? <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. Oh, we have such sights to show you. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wasn't I just there, and I didn't see a mattress? Don't worry. That's exactly. John. Don't fucking worry. John, whoa. John's all about getting a camera on. I don't appreciate I it at all. I'm not dulled. I'm not gussied up or anything. I'm not. It's okay. No, you can turn your camera off if you want no, to. No, you like want it recorded, and I don't want that. <laughs> okay. Sorry. So, bad channels. It's okay. I needed the time to get the, the remaining get situated. info I needed. Get your uh, this, this movie is like produced by a company called Full Moon Features. I've, you I thought it was Full Moon Entertainment. I can completely. They changed their name like three they times. Ch- okay, cool, cool. It's okay. currently Full Moon Entertainment. I'm pretty sure. Thank you. Yeah, Full Moon Features is their like their glory days. It was like during the '90s. They I had see. like a, a period of time where. So this is sorry. This is a B horror company. They just make really really cheap films and they pump them out. It's like the Puppet Master, I think, is their most famous. Yes, of the yes. Bunch. That is absolutely absolutely their most famous. Yeah. They there's a few other series that they mentioned. They are not famous. Puppet Master is barely. I think famous. Evil Puppet Bong Master has a, some sort of cult a, following, exactly. as does so, Ginger Dead Man. But you know those are specific let's not, cases. I can't talk about that. I can't talk about that <laughs> at I, all. We're talking about it. Their, their entire line. <laughs> we're talking about it. We're getting into it. Them as a company has a cult following. I know because yes. I'm one of the cultists. <laughs> like I've loved Full Moon Features for a very long time. And it's pulls because, out cult membership card. Just, oh shit. <laughs> one and it's not only because they have the Ginger Dead Man and Ginger Dead Man Two. Saturday night uh no sorry yes. Passion of the Crust and Ginger Dead Man 3 Saturday night cleaver <laughs> it's because they have why no okay i'll get i'll give you the second one i actually think that's very funny they crucify him at the end of that that's <laughs> i mean you can't just stop a series called the ginger dead man but you no, know, yeah, no, you it's know. not you gotta that. Keep it going as long I as possible. vehemently despise the third one being Saturday Night Cleaver. It has time travel. Which too. Has nothing <laughs> of course it to does. do with being a ginger dead man. I fucking hate no, this. it's they, they time travel to the seventies, and so it's, like, it's at a roller. Disc. That keeps it. That keeps it in theme, though. Like, yeah, <laughs> it keeps it together. 
Yeah. I they also have Evil Bong I, versus the Ginger Dead Man. Like, there's a couple crossovers. So too. funny. I will get back. We're gonna. To yeah. Those. That's hold on. There's, there's a sequel <laughs> to this movie called Doll Parts. Hold on. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> okay. John <laughs> busting. Why? Maybe we should get through this right one now. First, though. Yeah. There's a post credits. Yes. Let's talk about it right Let's now. Let's talk about it right Let's now. Just get it okay, out of the way. That's important. <laughs> yes. Uh, there is a post credit scene to this movie. Scene. They did it Which, first. Step aside, Disney. I want... <laughs> I say, Fuck you, Marvel. <laughs> it's, it's a big... It was going to be one of my big points is I need everybody to understand that the MCU fucking old news because Full Moon Features has been doing this since the 90s. Kevin Feige watching fucking this movie and taking, taking notes. notes on oh, the yeah. whole fucking... Yeah. Just, oh, shit. You didn't have to credit. Inspired some of them. Some of the more <laughs> famous ones are... Fine. Because they have Evil Bong versus Ginger Dead Man. They have pur- Puppet Master versus the Demonic Toys. Mm-hmm. They have all sorts of shit like that. One of them is, of course, the Demonic Toys versus Doll Man, which is kind of a sequel to this one. Yeah. Because Doll Man kind is a like a, is a better way to put it. Yeah, he's like a he's a he's a man from the future who gets turned tiny and does like t- tiny space Stop. fighting. I haven't actually watched Doll. Good, Man, so I don't good. Know what's going on because there. you have a life. Wait, and you I want. thought. Yes. I thought the guy at the end of this movie was the the guy who creates the puppets and the puppet master, and I thought no, he was gonna. That's I thought he was gonna man. take that girl and make her a puppet later. No, 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 no. Th- that's a doll man. He's like a <laughs> no. <laughs> no. They He's... say they say something about a visit from doll man. No, I know. I just I, I thought I didn't realize that the doll man was separate from puppet was its master. own. I thought yeah, there was really... no, doll man separate from demonic toys, which is separate from puppet. I haven't master. brushed up on my full moon like that's... Andre Toulon <laughs> is the creator of the puppets and puppet master, okay. fucking... who was both a bad guy and a good guy yes depending on which an one anti-hero you may call yes. him no no, no sometimes he's just simply a different <laughs> in in puppet master 2 he is quite evil and it's fucking awesome though normally he is an awesome nazi hunting hero yes uh, <laughs> as yeah. are the as are the puppets there's a whole there's a whole trilogy where puppet master fights nazis <laughs> again now i'm thinking about the whole being exploitative with world war Two, but I, I don't know that one got me earlier what do you want uh, doll man there's a, so I said there's doll man and there's also the demonic toys which is a series of evil toys inhabited by demons they're separate from the puppets from puppet master those are separate and, that's where I was getting thrown off about. yes and <laughs> how could doll, I forget <laughs> doll man puppet the demonic toys versus doll man that one is him with one of the girls from this movie oh, fighting I'm, the demonic I'm toys. looking at got the it. cover okay, and okay, okay. oh my god yes is it so, just okay? pure schlockiness? <laughs> Which really brings me to, to well, my big point 64 about, minutes, by the way, for that runtime. Barely scratched. That's fucking beautiful. I do like B-horror a good short movie. movies should be yeah, shorter. I agree that's with true. that. That's true. That's just it. 100%. The, the reason I love Full Moon Features is because when people think about B-horror, they think about like, oh, yeah, it's just like crazy stuff going on all the time, right? Like weird, bizarre shit. You really you watch one of these? You know how, how many B-horror films you have to watch to really start building up a catalog of strange things that you've seen? You know, they're... They usually don't have the money, right? Like they'll have one or two scenes with whatever's in there. There's like one payoff scene usually yeah, in a B horror exactly. movie where they have all the money spent on like one F, like VFX thing or yeah. whatever actor or song or whatever. But Full Moon Features, on the other hand, in the '90s there were certain years where they were pumping out like a movie per month, and they just managed to get the fucking budget so low that all their movies are filled to the brim with practical effects and just weird shit going on like the whole time. They're not all winners, you know, but like. It's because when I was a child, I had a special DVD that was like a full moon features featurette thing, <laughs> and it was like a trailer for them as a company, and it just kept cutting through clips real, yeah. of horror films, of their horror films, but they kept speeding them up faster and faster, and then it went through like <laughs> a blasting of the logos of all their films until it started doing the thing where it's going, and it's like, and you're like, oh, there's so many. We'll say Full Moon does that thing where I feel like that company does not try to hide any of their movies. Like, I feel like every movie they've made no, and released, they're yeah. like, this, it's, it's, we're going to market it no matter what, which is cool. Cause this DVD <laughs> too has like a ton of trailers on it for other yeah. things. I think it's like Evil Wong 2 and like yeah. Ginger Dead Man 3, I think is on it. They push, they push all of them, which is uh, great. And that's how they maintain that. Nice of them. To do. Yes. Yeah. The, the main guy behind Full Moon Features is Charles Band, who mm-hmm. actually wrote and produced this one. Uh, well, it looks like in conjunction with somebody had, named Jackson Barr, he wrote he, it. Okay, so remembering the credit, uh, I don't know. I, I think this written by is a little bit technical on the Wikipedia page because in the movie, it's just his idea, right? based off of an idea by Charles Band. Yeah, that's what the back of the box they, says too. Good, because that's <laughs> what they say in this movie. That's and right. That's right. I I did not know who Charles Band was. Yeah, like I had no context about the whole Full Moon thing, so I literally went. He's the executive producer, though. Is this a favor to someone? 
or is this an executive pushing the things? And then I saw executive producer Charles Band, and yeah, I went, yeah. okay, executive producer Charles Band walked in on this meeting and said, wouldn't it be cool if we had Blue, Blue Oyster Cult and walked out and then fucking, oh, Just, based on an idea by that. Yeah, of course. Let's maybe, give him the fucking I mean, credit. To be fair, it's like, it was basically his company. That's, I'm sure and, it's actually fine. I was just yeah. being very cynical when I saw based on an idea. And I'm like, why Why is this very specific credit here? And then I see executive producer Charles Van. Oh, I see. Because he's bankrolling everything. So he's allowed well, to have where, whatever credit he wants. Where is this in like Full Moon's life cycle? Because they stopped being super popular, I feel like, after a while. Yeah. So, I mean, they were never super popular. Oh. But in the 90s, <laughs> they were like putting out. Like, their level. Of so the 90s popular. was their like, kind of. Like yeah, that's day. where okay. Puppet Master is. That's where Bad Channel. I mean, all the movies look like from their, they're from the eighties or seventies, right. but it's because they were made in the nineties and they're so low budget. Uh, but yes, that that was their time. They slowly started. I think they started making movies slower. Nowadays, mm-hmm. they're still making movies, but they're they, they use like CGI and everything. They it's also just, make porn. It's fucking horrible. Because we were on their website last what? night. Softcore. We were on, oh, is it softcore? We were on their website I last night. We were going through. We were like, this just looks like we are in like porn territory now <laughs> I, I believe they had a separate company that did more pornographic stuff and it was either just very sexy movies or their softcore i don't think they did hardcore gotcha. but they okay. did they do hire like pretty often pornography actors and actresses to be in their films. feature yeah. films okay yeah just because i guess it was cheaper or whatever um i imagine what was that website again which website which website are they on moon. which website are the soft full nude full moon nude moon sorry mommy sorry mommy uh, watching bad yeah, i imagine <laughs> Help. especially earlier on the way that they not in this movie actually this movie's actually very they, uh very tame in every yeah the movie's fine possible but way the, <laughs> the way that they like sexualize people and like some some implications I feel like I've gotten in, in different areas is like the Charles Band is probably a scumbag, but you, I really don't know because it's hard to tell. They're not popular. Like, look at the Wikipedia page for this. They have things wrong on here, like all mm-hmm. over. Them. They don't know Wikipedia. Nobody has the answers on these movies because they're like <laughs> fairly obscure. Also, some of these some of these bands in this, I can barely find any information on. I had to do like deep dives to get everything. I really, wanted, and I don't have enough. Really. I mean, I think B movies have always rode the line of being somewhere between sleaze and just like pulpy nonsense, and I'm sure a lot of it wasn't produced in the best of circumstances. Yeah. That, but that's kind of part thing. of the genre is all of this weirdness is built into it. Yeah, my only point is to, to not glorify them too much and say they're probably up to no good in there, but uh, we don't have any confirmations of anything, so I can't I can't really do anything about that. But it's a mystery. Just just so you know, just to just to keep your ears open for that, and let me know if you know something. You know, if you know somebody inside the apparatus, let us know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Give, give us some inside inf- information. <laughs> so this movie, the the plot. Okay. The the plot. We don't need to go through it beat by beat. I think no. the plot. By the way, the it's not even a. There's not even a plot thing. It's, it's a simply concept. synopsis. Yeah. In the Wikipedia page, yeah, like this movie. This movie paragraph. is literally only a premise because there's no. <laughs> there's, they don't it's explain the why to anything. It's all just this is what's happening, and we're gonna. This take is it already it. here. Yeah. Like. <laughs> yeah. So, dangerous Dan O'Dare runs a. He he's just gotten hired to be a full like a dangerous what? Dan O'Dare. Yeah. He's great the, name. And he's awesome, dude. He rules this movie. He's good. <laughs> he's good. Good actor. Yeah. Feel yep. like he, he's a radio DJ that Spider-Man would listen to. He's dangerous. Uh, <laughs> he's people in the '90s listen to Dangerous Dan O'Dare. Dangerous Dan O'Dare. <laughs> yeah, he he recently got in trouble with the FCC for for accidentally. He says broadcasting him having sex with someone. What do uh, they call it? Bump and humps or something? They call it bumper to bumper. bumper because it's the bumper traffic. It's the traffic uh, lady who was also a police sergeant. <laughs> Oh, is that what it was? <laughs> had sex on the air with, yes. Uh, but he's he's been hired at this new radio station, which is broadcasting on 66.6. Yeah. 666, baby. Kind of got annoyed by it because it has nothing to do with what was going on. Satan, Satan, Satan. No, but like, come on. <laughs> Hail Satan. You're right, because this is like a sci-fi but, movie in disguise. Yeah, exa- like, it's, it's fine. Very... I don't, no, no, I don't even dislike it, but it's just like, okay. But they don't imply that it has anything to do with anything. I, I know, but I it's wanted them to use. for shock value for the, the radio That's station. really but I hear what you're saying, because you're right, there's no satanic or demonic hints of anything yes. in this entire movie. They can reuse it, it's fine. But you No, know. you know what it was? It's that he it's a small radio station and he just found out that he can broadcast nationally because, because nobody used that frequency because of it was six okay okay oh okay. is that that's, that's actually interesting okay. i didn't know you're right that. you're right you're right I I missed missed that. That. Yep. okay uh <laughs> the fucking the I, dopey fucking owner closed that hole yeah like, <laughs> yeah well i wasn't clear about puddle. whether the uh the station was actually playing polka before 
It was a poker station for it that was small. Because they're in like, what's is it a fake Pahuda? town? Or? Pahu- it's Pahuda. 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 I just Pahuda? figured it feels like some Midwestern kind of like trucker right. town. It's in California. Oh, is it in California? But okay. it is like a truck. It is like a nothing. Because they marked it as a town. small town. Pahuda. Small radio station if in a small town where he goes to after he got fired from his previous. Yeah. Correct. Job. Yes, he's he's been blacklisted. He's basically like he's been blacklisted into this and he's nowhere into town. A smaller town. Yeah. And they they hire him as a publicity stunt where he's. Where he's chained himself up and he will not stop playing poker. The or same leave. poker record. Yep. Which uh, <laughs> he's playing the same record on repeat over yep. and over again <laughs> until somebody guesses the combination on his log. Which is funny because which, it's like an audio medium. So like and we can see him in chains in the movie, yeah. but like if I was there in the '90s, I would just be like, "Are you actually like locked up yeah. right now?" Like I can't. <laughs> also, yeah, uh, mathematically, is an insane thing to do because it's yep three numbers and it's also adding in directions for each of the numbers well the uh the news guy flip humble point. guesses it flip humble and it's like one two three or something he like says that. one two because he's like a one and a two and a three and, a three. and he's like you want him, the car him, him with his absolutely delicious voice he was my favorite actor in the entire he, movie was that really was that guy he, yeah i think he's been stolen i think they stole him for parks and rec dude i think somebody who did what parks and pert hadley dude is it the Flip same person? Pert to Pert Hadley? Are you kidding me? It's not the same actor, is it? No. Oh, I was like, what? I see what you mean. No, but it's like the same vibe. They like, he this... talks the same exact way in this movie. He's fucking way older than that show. I see. I don't watch Pokemon. You see it in your mind's eye now, uh, don't yeah, you? Yeah, I'll have to you do should... further research, but fuck. You should watch this 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 movie just to get the origins of Pert yeah. Hadley in Parks and Rec. <laughs> I'm going <laughs> to. The origin story. Flip Humble, dude. The origin story. There we go. Flip Humble. I love Flip Humble. It's a good name, name too. It's so Flip fucking Humble. funny. Yeah. I had to write down the names because, like, uh, they're Cookies not super, and, like, Corky. Yeah, Cookie's the waitress random. at the diner. Corky Bradford is the engineer. He's the engineer for the studio that they're working at. Yes. Yeah. Or, like, Peanut runs the diner. <laughs> yeah, they all have these strange, like, edible names. Well, I guess Corky's not edible, but delicious. Nor is, nor is Bunny, who is at the high school gym. Or Lisa Cummings. Lisa Cummings. She's the, the reporter. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, but, but it's still coming. She's the straight man. True. Lisa and Cummings is a normal name. That's a very normal name. I'm just being. I'm sorry. I'm not. I'm. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm Charles Band. Oops. Oh, sorry. I'm Charles Oops. Band. Oops. Oh, Oops. Lisa oh. Cummings. Oops. Who is the guy? Cummings. The uh, the guy who looks like Lloyd Kaufman, but it's not. You know what I'm talking about? The, 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 the guy who owns the radio station. Yes. The guy who owns the radio station. I did not catch I thought no it was idea. Lloyd Kaufman for a while. And I was like, wait, that's Gunned not, my head. Lloyd Kaufman. Oh. <laughs> Different type of movie from the 90s. Thankfully, no. <laughs> well, they, they're they going through this whole little gimmick, and they finish it up. And then uh, the reporter sees, like, an alien come by. And everybody sees, like, UFO. And, like, <laughs> they're talking about aliens. And people are seeing lights and stuff. And then the aliens arrive at the radio station. And it's, a, it's like, a... A big, well, how would you describe? He looks like an old classic, like spaceman, but his mm-hmm. helmet looks like a rock. Also, it's kind like of a man on the moon type character, but his head looks like a giant black raspberry. Yes, what I it's or, all like bli- oh, or turd, a turd with a porthole in it. Yeah, yeah, it's very um, much a giant, weird, mushy head and just like a you know space guy with body. a TV yeah. screen basically for yep. part classic of like sixties yeah. era like Martian type yeah. thing. Yeah. yeah. Which I love. <laughs> I just love to see that again. Totally, I had no yeah. problems with that. I thought it was awesome. Cool. Uh, and he come he comes with a cool little robot. Little robot companion. Yeah. I don't even remember what the robot looks like to be perfectly You can honest see it's a little bra- it's literally exact it's just a robot companion. Yeah. But it's got the little thing. It's got the little eyes. Got little the, googly eyes and a the little, little kind of eyes that like zoom in and out <laughs> at one point. Um and you can also it has a glass half glass dome for you can see a brain. It's like a reject from Star Wars is what it's, it looks like. Yeah, it feels like a Lost in Space sort of thing yeah, as well. Like yeah. that sort of vibe of like absolute nothing silly or yeah. very silly thing. And so they've goofy, been growing yeah. like this weird moss bacteria all over the place. that Fungus. Like, fungus, will, which will engulf people and engulfs Corky Bradford, the engineer. Um, I'd be a creep and, show a little bit. Yeah, little bit yeah. It's like oh, sure, this, sure, this sure, sure, segment sure. of creep show. Sure. Uh, Stephen King, oh, Stephen yeah. King. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, Stephen okay. King and his—that is Stephen King, one of his only acting that. roles. Uh, I like him in it. I don't, I don't care. What I love that says. movie. So, oh, I think yeah. he's me or shit. Totally I love that. It. Yeah. Uh, if you want, <laughs> I wouldn't say more creep show, but like there is a creep show TV show on Shutter. There is a TV which, show. Which um, it's it's it's, u- right. it's usually smiley face. Some episodes exactly. push into Mister Cool Guy, but it sometimes it's just fun to have an anthology up, you know. I mean, I feel like that is, it's got to be what it is, right? Like, it's just, it is what you expect it to be, I would assume. Uh, no, see, Creepshow the movie's fucking awesome. I was going to say, that's amazing. That's fun. Yeah, that's, that is Mr. Cool Guy pushing into Ghost Skull Alien at certain points. I would agree. 
it's 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 hilarious at different times. You know, the, this the show is like just a, it's like a noticeable rank downwards. Mm-hmm. But it's done by Greg Nicotero, which is the one of the people behind The Walking Dead, the TV show. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so they're doing their thing, and basically, what these aliens are doing is they're hijacking this radio station. It's so one can, alien, actually. Just which is I thought was interesting. There's only the one alien, yeah. right? Well, the, the the robot's robot. an alien too. True. Yeah, Technically, but you there's classify two. him as a robot. But he's an alien. He's alive and That's he's from true. outer space. Okay. Technically, right. there is. Yeah. All two. right. Fine. These aliens. You said you could see his brain. These two aliens. That's true. Right. That's a good All point. Right. Yeah. 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 Uh, I stand corrected too. You know. Checkmate yeah. atheists. Yeah. One All right. Alien. Cool. Fine. Two aliens. Fuck you. We can't even. Can't even hold it together. Their whole plan is to send these sound wave like to use the sound waves. They can broadcast out rock and roll music videos to women and use that to teleport them back into the station and turn them <laughs> tiny and keep them in a little box. We, that just basically. ramped up from zero to a hundred very quickly. Because <laughs> you're like alien, little robot, it's, and then he uses the sound waves to kidnap and shrink women. He uses yeah, rock right, music to it. kidnap women I, and put them in tiny bottles. It is actually <laughs> difficult to layer in exactly what's happening. Look, look, the alien and the robot are kidnapping earth women and putting them in little tiny bottles. And they're using the schlock rock DJ to do it. Yes, He's they like, do it over this. They oh. channel his voice to get can them in. Only get women that are actively listening to the radio station. Right. And when it happens, they experience and they alone a rock and roll music video. Yeah, it's awesome. Correct. Like the first time it happens is like the one girl at the diner, Cookie, mm-hmm. right? Cookie. She's just waiting tables and then they're all listening to the radio station on one of those old 90s radios with like a little antenna you can pull out. <laughs> and then the movie very jarringly just becomes an 80s music video. Yeah. <laughs> like immediately. Because the first time I watched or the when I that happened initially, I was like, what what is going on? And then a couple like shots later, it's just her dancing by herself and everyone's staring at her like all funny. So you're yeah. like, oh, she's like hallucinating this rock music video happening or whatever. I that is a that's one very nice use of the sound, you know, the mixing and putting together, because it's just and then like incredibly like all from a radio very light and then just hearing clip clap clip of their like feet to, yeah. like their shoes hitting oh, the yeah, wood and i'm like this is awesome how awkward you're making it look when they're not in the music video yeah, <laughs> it, yeah no i mean that's it's, it's a very hot, funny it's kind of humor that we do now dude. like that is a modern exactly. form of humor exactly well, i liked it because when I, i'll be honest when it first happened i was like i mean the part of me that likes 80s music was like this is awesome but the part of me that was watching the movie was like this is the dumbest thing i've ever seen but then when i realized that it wasn't really happening i was like oh yeah. okay okay and then That's i even, then it yeah, clicked it and I was like, that now. was a cool device they just did yeah <laughs> and honestly the the first two in particular i i get a little bit bored during it because it's a full music video they do an entire song it's first awesome. one i'm okay with First one I have no problems with because I think the the band is giving it socks. The which band is that? That John? one would be so. There's two actually. I can confirm to which are the next two we're going to talk about. This one is either Joker or Fair Game, and I'm not They're, sure which. They is they which. have the song Blind. It's called Blind Faith. Is this song? That is Fair Game. Okay, so this was a. Fair That's game. the one that looks like. Um, 1986 girls 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 era motley crew which is like the guys <laughs> wearing the leather jacket out, with the denim vest you know like the biker oh, era after all those dude, hair bands dude. tried to go cooler you know professional wrestler triple h tried to use that look in the year 2000 and 2001 and it's certainly you, like it a dating look it vest. didn't work i tried that look in circa 2007 well yeah but it worked for you it worked for you because you weren't made of absolute hgh and meat so you weren't busting out of both jackets that's true i was made of like way too warm yeah like (laughs) you needed you needed all the warmth you could get yeah i needed the extra layering so (laughs) the uh the second person they kidnap is bunny who is at a at the a high Who school a gym, thirty to, year old at a high school gym. Yeah, practicing. The <laughs> oh symbols, yeah, she does I not think? look like a high school student. Doesn't at look all. remote. She doesn't even look like a twenty something player. None of those. You know people what I mean? Look like high school kids. That's for true. <laughs> well, I've always said I prefer that. I don't yeah. think we should have children in movies That's at all. Good point. We just yeah. have I don't full think we should adults. Why bo- why that are eight year old. Yeah. Who wants to look at kids, dude? No. Make them adults. Just make them adults. It's a very valid point. Yeah, it's a hey. It's true. If we didn't have kids in movies, we wouldn't have. Cole the, Cole scene, the scene in Fear Street 1978. Ooh, yeah. If you're going to have kids, you kill them. Yeah. <laughs> I, the only kids I want to see are soon-to-be corpses. Yeah. But uh, there's like the... 
the whole high school band John's is falling apart over there. I'm silently laughing over here. John's so. falling apart, it's like, it seems. He doesn't want the record of him laughing <laughs> at Dead Hills. The tacit endorsement of I've got to gauge my laugh. I'm looking at the little, like, uh... Oh, the waveform? The wave. No, I'm looking at my audio thing has, like, the yeah. green rim will go red if I get too loud. So gotcha. I'm, like, yes, I'm, like, eyeballing it. I'm, like, I can't laugh too much. Oh, I'm we like, just, we let that go. We don't yeah. give a fuck anymore. <laughs> don't want to rim chop this. We're up. The, uh... <laughs> The high sc- it's like a high school band that is staying yeah. late to help Bunny practice like a symbol. like a marching band like they're yeah. dressed in like she can't get it right stuff. yeah yeah and she's ignoring them and they're like can you please pay attention she's like I it. have to listen to this radio station no she had to she had to call in yeah she's, they yeah. were like sit down she's like but I need to make a phone call and it's funny because as come back. as a former member of marching band you would Whoa. not be able to just even if you were the cymbal player you could not sit there without wearing your uniform if everyone else is in uniform <laughs> yeah. so she's just by she's in like a mini skirt and like maybe that's bunny's uniform yeah maybe it's her uniform <laughs> no maybe. but yeah <laughs> so what what's the second song so the second song the band is dmt because that's like the grungy band right that was so this is what i loved about this so far is i thoroughly enjoyed the this movie seemed to just have the past present and future of rock in oh, it yeah. <laughs> in the middle of it so like they had an 80s like motley crew girls 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 for its first one and then just we're trying even being in a high school gym for mm-hmm. the grunge bands one that was yeah. we're legally distinct nirvana please don't Though sue. i think this was before smells like teen spirit actually so Nirvana got Maybe. in this movie as well. I'm pretty sure we're about a year away from Nirvana this, it, taking it's over. It's that same it's perfect. It might be the same it. year though. I can't remember, but it's around oh. the same time with gymnasiums were being heavily used in the alternative <laughs> rock scene. <laughs> exactly. No, 1991 was never. Ner- mind, uh, Nevermind was released in 1991. Yeah, this was 92. Yeah. yeah. So this is oh, definitely that's basing. So they're that doing it. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, they're going. Well, that's what, fun though. Literally, that's fun. the Come drum. On. The no, it's perfectly fine. But like, even the drum kick into like the chorus i guess or like the second part of this song it's is taken the like from it's the fucking smells like teen spirit start and i'm like oh shit okay <laughs> dude i do like how they have grunge in this because it's it's also it yeah. works well because the first scene is like a trucker stop right and like mm-hmm. in the 90s those dudes would be listening to like boomer rock which is essentially yes. what hair metal has right. become right especially with like the biker variety and then she's supposed to be in high school and she's listening to like what is essentially alice in chains is what they sound yeah. like <laughs> and, which would have been very popular for younger people at the time so i totally. think they did that well and it's both that weird early 90s time period is when rock music was still like half hair metal and half grunge music mm-hmm. hair metal's about to die but you know <laughs> but they get so in both 20, which is you mean cool. you mean hair metal's about to die in 2021 Hair metal is still it's going been, strong, been strong the entire time. <laughs> so it's experienced a renaissance. So I love I love that idea, John. How then do you explain don't, this next one? Don't do this. this so is what? My favorite Psycho part of the was fucking psychotic, psychotic symphony. symphony. I love this. So is what made it a are, they're really easily awesome. the best band in this movie. They're easily <laughs> by a country mile. You'll easily, <laughs> they're the ones kidnapping the nurse or the ones that play with the nurses. They're in the hospital. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They play a song called Manic Depresso. It's awesome. Uh, I didn't realize that's what it was called. This that's is so good. This is a real band that existed like for a while. Like they're they have kind of a weird. They were another band before, and then they became Psychotic Symphony. Did you know about them before this movie? I what, did a you... little bit. I knew that main album that they have, but it's only because I looked them. Like I happened to be looking up information about this movie before years ago. Gotcha. Before watching okay. it mm-hmm. And found this. Or it was like I somewhere I found this song, and somebody was like, "I've been looking for this song for years. Thank you." And I'm like, oh, "What wow. is this? It is. It's in that movie I want to watch." And then I, that's how I, it was. Manic Depresso. You know, I found it. Uh, this song's fucking awesome. It's like really it's super different than a lot of other stuff that there is. Well, they remind me of like. Um, I mean, it's the 90s, but I like mindless self-indulgence, yeah. dog fashion, yeah. disco, naked city. Those types of groups is what it reminds me of. I know those are all completely different types of things, No, but, but it's but that weird avant-garde rock mix of things that yeah. is yeah. pretty cool sounding. I think avant-garde is a good word for it. Spotify yeah. literally recommended dog fashion disco. because I, I bet, yeah, because it's the same type of like also <laughs> chaotic musical music that's also weirdly heavy and kind of aggressive. They love they go doing back the and loud, forth. soft thing. Like it's the yeah. loud, and that's why it's the naked city, because in that game, uh, or funny games, is another scary movie sure. that has Naked City, and then they do have those songs that go from really no soft idea. to extremely <laughs> loud really quick, and it's jarring and uncomfortable, which 
that movie is to begin with. <laughs> so, I was going right. to say, you want to review a funny games? That's jarring and uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty much it. Nothing else to say about it. The band's anyway. awesome, though. Naked City is a really cool sure. band. Um, and so is this. Psychotic yeah. Symphony. So, so, yeah. so I, looked, I tried to look at more information on them. There is very little. They've been broken up for a long time. Their album took a little while to come out mm-hmm. because of that. Uh, but they toured like a lot. Apparently, like, this was like one of those bands where you just knew that they were coming to your town and that you had to go catch the show. And it was before <laughs> the internet or anything, you know? So it was just like... It's like Gigi Allen, but like not literally shitty. <laughs> so the, it like, wasn't like one that was like widely listened fuck, to, I think, right. in album. It was like they were live performers, right? And initially, yeah, sure. when they were doing their thing, they would hire... Like circus performers, so they'd, they'd have people like juggling and doing all sorts of weird circus okay. stuff on stage with them. But they were really unreliable because they were like carnies and shit. So one time they all didn't hmm. show up, and they're like, "Well, let's." They just went and found some costumes, and it's the same costumes that they wear in this in this movie. movie. Because they start they they decide to get rid of the carnies and just wear Be the, the costumes ones themselves costumes, yeah. when they perform. And some people like credit shit like Slipknot. That's what I was like, gonna say. Proto Slipknot. Yeah, similar. And Slipknot not wasn't their music. Way wacky, vibe, exactly. You know? But like we're not too the... far away from Slipknot either, because that's right. Coming pretty. When does that? They're like '98, I think. Oh shit! Okay. Yeah. 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 Fuck. This, they start. Rob Zombie, Marilyn Manson were the '90s too. They're I mean, already taking notes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> White Zombie was doing crazy stuff too. So it's like not masks necessarily though yeah. the uh but these these guys but had creating like, that persona like it's shock rock i mean exactly. it's all alice cooper derived you know it's all right. arthur brown derived oh we'll talk about guys. arthur brown at some point <laughs> but some of the outfits are like one of them wears a nurse outfit but it has like an old lady nurse mask on yeah. it there's like a clown there's like a halloween weird... masks honestly yeah like, yeah no they look like normal absolutely. halloween masks but it, i think it fucking works dude and they got a whole costume on and like it just there's a whole fanfare to this segment, you know, because they're all wearing costumes, because this song is so weird. Apparently, when they went, this was on the um, special features on the DVD, but it, I think the director was talking about he when he was getting the bands to come in and, I guess, not audition, but do, like, whatever business they needed to hash out for this. Apparently, they, like, wore their costumes. Like, every time he met them, he was yes. saying, they were in costumes. So he was Tremendous. Like, he was like, I was just doing these business deals with these strange dudes in costumes. And he was like, well, it worked <laughs> really well in the movie. And, you know, it was, you know, it was cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they theirs is very the, their part. You feel their energy the most. Like in both of the other segments, like Fair Game does a great job of fucking the lead singer puts his leg up on every fucking booth and stool available and oh, it's juts awesome. it's the like cock and balls into like everyone's Dockin face. Nightmare on Elm Street. <laughs> <laughs> is that Dokken? That's Dokken. No one's uh, talking about. Please. But like they get that energy and the people very grunge and these guys are just we're gonna go fucking bananas in this hospital well, and it yeah, looks it's, great. Yeah, it's in a hospital and they're like doing surgery With and the like main confetti. Singing yeah, like, <laughs> they do like a synchronized dance too. I think. Yeah. Right. Is that? Yeah. Uh, Parsh. I don't know if it's like a whole a number, but like but, they yeah. do. There, there's a part where they're in step with each other it's cool that's a really cool scene awesome. they're, they're doing like an actual music video where stuff is happening they're not just performing you know what's well, funny the, each one the the first band fair game is an 80s music video in a diner where the lead singers just some guitar players doing little guitar tricks yeah all girl band actually except for the singer uh for that first yes group. okay oh, i did notice that yeah yeah and then the second one and i mean it's a good it's, it would be a good music video like on its own if you were into that <laughs> Um, and then the second one would also be a good music video because it is just like watching something like Smells Like Teen Spirit, but more right. of the Stone Temple Pilots variety. Sure. And then, <laughs> uh, yeah, the third one is this crazy like carnival themed thing in a hospital. But it all works really well for the genres in which they are doing the music video for. For sure. I also want to say in that scene, uh, shouts out to the lack of continuity because in or maybe it is the kind, I don't know, but in the real life thing. The woman, the nurse takes her nurse jacket or nurse dress completely off yeah, and it's just lingerie black, underneath it. Yeah, the sort of thing. <laughs> in one of the shots where you see her again in the music video, she has uh-huh. it back on and it's just open. <laughs> so I was wow. like, oh, she's more. <laughs> wow, Brian. <laughs> you really you really brought out the heat for bad channels. Fucking, I don't know. Fucking, what? I would just. <laughs> Better was... go back to the drawing board, bad channels. No, that's not. Fucked up I one just... little thing. No, it was just a fun. How could you? You did give they? it a ghost skull I fucking That's, love this movie. Yeah. It's so much fun during this movie. I just wanted to point out a fun little fact. Yeah. No, so thank you. Thank you. Eagle-eyed viewers can look out for them. Yeah. What are you going to say to them, man? <laughs> Some people do just like just like finding those. I, exactly. I, I, I like it's it. just little it. small things. Yeah. Yes. As long as you still have a love for the movie, then it's good. We have if a lot of love for this if movie. You're, if you're watching the psychotic symphony scene and that's what you mainly know, like that's your main takeaway from it, stop. 
You go, my main takeaway go back, was wondering, rewind your brain however many minutes that is in it and simply forget that you know about this movie. Try and it just again. Go, yeah, like, do I something the else. The strangest part of that scene wasn't even Psychotic Symphony so much as why was she wearing, like, full lingerie beneath she, a nursing yeah. outfit? Is that, like, do people do that? Is that well, maybe. She's actually doing that because when they snap out of it, she is just in lingerie. They have to cover her up. So yeah. that is, like, yeah. she on the cover she in, wear. The, in the lingerie? That's her she own, that's, the cover, maybe yeah. that's her thing. Maybe that's how she spices up the day. Well, is... I think, look, the impl- so <laughs> Cookie, Cookie and Bunny, <laughs> Cookie and Bunny obviously love rock and roll, right? Like mm-hmm. they, they're what, like Cookie works at, a, she's a waitress, but she's at a diner and she's like, yeah, I love rock and roll. I work at a truck stop diner. I love rock and roll. What do you want? Oh, yeah. Bunny is like very clearly not into high school band. She's probably wants to learn the symbols so she can play in a rock and roll band someday or something. She's, she's like also Drum very line. on <laughs> the nurse i think also that's just how she feels that's her way of feeling more connected to the music man she just she just is that's her own little like i'm still bad even though i'm, I'm being a good person and a nurse right now sure oh, in, a, in, a, in, a, in a hospital right now. i like how she she is seems like the worst nurse because the, he the guy <laughs> she's not paying attention i guess he's doing <laughs> there's one character right in the beginning of the movie that gets infected with the fungus because he mm-hmm. touches like yeah. the radio tower or whatever which is the first time you see the visual effects which is like that gross green thing he's wearing like that bodysuit that's all fungi looking but he's being operated on by the doctor and she just comes in and he's mid-operation she's just like check out this radio channel (laughs) just like no regard for like (laughs) the fact this guy probably needs to be very concentrated my (laughs) my favorite part of that is her turning on the radio station where at this point in the movie dangerous dan o'dare is like there's no it's not a shtick anymore please there's aliens blah 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 describing okay, so he's broadcasting that are the happening. whole time they're exactly the station he's they like do, and they don't they want him to because it's why everybody's listening to it is because he's doing this whole thing where he's saying there's aliens in the studio the police are trying to break in and he's like i'm gonna die they're awful blah 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 but his don't listeners listen think it's just a an like awesome an urban legend or like a story he's telling yeah. to yeah. yeah war of the worlds type kind of kind of that's thing. exactly yeah yeah kind of the reverse though um but i love that because yeah. <laughs> this is in the operating room and the like the basically the nurse is like get a load of this guy and get the doctor goes yeah he's a nut while he's operating on someone with a mysterious alien fungus on him <laughs> that's true and he's like wow this wacky dude over here you all have a preponderance of evidence to merit this as a serious investigation. That into flew what's right going over my on. head, actually. You're right. Because if anybody would actually believe Dangerous Dan O'Dare, it would be the doctor that's staring at somebody like, who's talking about how an alien like got him. And he's showing <laughs> physical effects of it. Like, and they see it too, because at one point they like cut yes. off part of the fungus and he mm-hmm. like puts it in a little petri dish. Which is cool, and then it's moving around and like alive. And the, the scene where the, he calls the sheriff, and the sheriff yeah. just doesn't even think, just shoots it. It's like, yeah, <laughs> don't you want this as like evidence? No, because the sheriff, the sheriff is like, I don't like any of this alien bullshit. I'm not going to stand for any he's of it. He's a straight we're, shooter. Yeah, he's yeah. Like, we're out. <laughs> he refuses he's, to believe. He's not a straight shooter. He shoots like four times and barely hits both the, the That's thing like and the radio. gun handling. Yeah, <laughs> wild <laughs> Bill Hickok over here. Yeah, he's fucking out of his mind. And that's one of the, the really fun parts about be horror is like he can just be that kind of character and just yeah. come and shooting and yelling at everybody and you don't need it to make perfect sense you're just like oh, yeah. this is fun i'm having a great time you don't have like it's so much easier to get it right sometimes i feel like totally and it's fun that's yeah. exactly what it is <laughs> but after the psychotic symphony music video things things slow down quite a bit because we we start to focus more on like how are they going to resolve the aliens in the in the radio station that's the last part. of our music interludes too exactly yeah, sure. yes yeah. I mean, it's a good one to go out on. It's the right, like, crescendo yeah. for oh, yeah, the music totally. videos, but no one's going to follow that. But yeah. Yeah. And there's still That's music true. throughout supplied by Blue Oyster, Blue Oyster Cult. Cult. The rest is all the Blue Oyster Cult, which it's funny because yeah. they don't Just. have a feature in terms of them actually being in this movie. It's strange. They right? do yeah. have songs in the movie, but, like, they have their own songs in addition to the score they made specifically for this movie. But yeah, they themselves are not actually in the movie. At least, I don't think so. They yeah, are not to my like, extras or something, but. Yeah. So the the rest of the Blue time, was the alien of the robot, obviously. There you go. Two of their members. <laughs> you don't know. You don't. You don't, you don't know. Fucking tell me. I'm tell me I'm wrong. John will have to go into the special features and tell. It's him. not actually. They they talked to the guy that wasn't the robot suit. It's fucking it's F, man. It's right. not. It's not Blue Oyster Cult. What a surprise. <laughs> yeah. It's not believe. Mr. Oyster himself. It was <laughs> not in the suit. Yeah. The, the rest of the movie is is it's pretty. Not, it was not Blue Oyster. It's not Blue his Oyster in his cult. That's correct. Yeah, the rest of the movie is pretty standard. It's just like Dangerous Dan O'Dare finds out that he can use like germicide to kill the fungus and like mm-hmm. fights back against them and like the news reporters breaking in and like the the alien kills the little robot for whatever reason and 
they I love it's because he because... kidnaps the wrong person. He's yes. trying to kidnap Cookie, right? The... Lisa Cummings. No, he's, he's trying to. Yeah, that's right. He's trying to kidnap yes. Lisa Cummings, then who's Cookie the reporter, there, yeah. who and then the, the marching band guy gets pulled out instead. Yeah. He's like, Lisa Cummings, can I have your autograph? And then like that's when they <laughs> shoot the laser to like kidnap her, he's, and they get him, and then he's such he a kills sweaty little perv. Yeah. He looks like a little, yeah. <laughs> he's a little Sorry. pervert for Bunny, and then he's a little pervert for Lisa Cummings. Yeah. I don't like him. They can take him. Yeah, he's <laughs> he's odd. Um, he reminds me of uh, Willard. Is that the movie? Crispin Glover. Is yeah, that, Willard. Yeah, Absolutely, yeah. yes. He reminds me a little bit of him. Yes. He's got that same vibe, although he's mm-hmm. not good. Yeah. <laughs> so, whatever. Gonna, I do want to guy. <laughs> Sorry, guy. Quick bad channels. <laughs> quick shout out to my to my love of of good v evil end fights. I always like a movie's better when there's a, there's an awesome fight at the end. Uh, when they there's start fight at the end. when they start shooting the germicide, spraying the germicide all over the alien. There's like more people. Like all the the girls have turned full size and they're all yes. doing it. And he breaks apart into an awesome plant monster that then they all have to like attack together. So that's yeah, the little it like looks like the. What is it's like a plant mine. It's like a snake coming out of like a plant. Is mm-hmm. Yeah, like. it's like multiple stalks of like plant heads. It's kind of like the Beetlejuice monster a little bit. Or like the little, sure. little shop that's kind of like the snake and Beetlejuice and little shop of horrors. Yeah, actually, more yeah. directly. But like, yeah, yeah. So I just I just like that. The same you know? energy, yeah. When we're we ha- I do even though what I really cared about is like th- like the music video portion of it, like particularly the Psychotic Symphony part. You know. Yeah. Uh, I still appreciate them like actually taking the time to finish the movie like a movie. And just giving giving me like that good good show at the end, you know. Yeah, it's not it's not totally. It's not the top. It's not the tops, you know. But it's it's decent. I'm I'm happy. No, it's I'm fun good. to watch. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, yeah. yeah it's nice. It's a cohesive Uh-oh. thing too, because even I, in, like you could take out the music video elements if you wanted to, and it would still be a no. good sci-fi flick. I think it on its be, own, it, I think it would be a, a perfectly passable. Yeah, I, mean, it would be, I was gonna say it would definitely. Yeah. It wouldn't down. be rewatchable. I don't yeah, think without all no. that in it, because that's kind of like the signature element that makes it different than anything else. Yeah. But it is a watchable sci-fi movie on its own. because yes. it is. It's yeah. just a story of an alien that comes for some strange reason and starts kidnapping people using the airwaves. Which is very pulpy, you know. And yeah, to steal women, to steal hot women. To like. Yeah, like how they never explain that. That's like why? why. Well, maybe it's good they don't explain it because it's just like it it's, it's not the point. The point is this Correct. movie's like fun to watch. There's no like deeper meaning to it, but yeah. it's um definitely unexplained why this alien wants these very specific women. But that's <laughs> I think it's because they're attractive. That's what I was gonna say because all the descriptions are always <laughs> like alien comes to steal There's... beautiful earth women. There's also I it's love Duke Nukem actually exactly I was gonna lot. say um, <laughs> I do love I love I the, the alien and the robot we're we're kind of glossing over them really easy but they have some very fun little shtick moments one is when mm-hmm. the girl one of the girls or I believe Cookie is the first one to arrive and she arrives and the ro- there's a close up on the robot staring at him and the eyes are going in and at, like literally like a wooga eyes yeah, yeah. for it yeah, like doing yeah, that yeah. there's multiple times where they're just like smacking each other like what the fuck you fuck stop moving this shit around it like is you funny, can hear yeah. them like bickering at each other it's yeah. very funny and then also the alien has this like stick like a shock stick basically mm-hmm. yeah, to yeah. use a lot of things and there's prod, one point of. yeah like a cattle prod and he, he points at dangerous dan and he's like hmm and then he brings it up to his like mouth like your equivalent like the little screen on his face and he he literally goes like to indicate that he wants Dan to keep Dan talking to talk, in the right. radio and I'm like this is great this is a very fun silly little schlock like yeah, I just thought they kind of they developed that plot point pretty well, I think, because yeah. it's, it's obvious that the aliens are trying to kidnap people using the radio, but it's not immediately obvious that he's he wants like, Dan to keep be- on talking to keep the listeners engaged. Exactly. And it's kind of like, oh, because it, it didn't click for me immediately. And then I was like, oh, that's why he's not hurting Dan, because they're in the same room for the whole movie, and the alien doesn't ever right. act Dan moves towards. in and around, like he looks over at stuff, and it's fine. Like Yeah, and they're very like, it's okay. It's not until he like sees, because there's also the little viewfinder thing that the alien has, <laughs> and Dan looks yeah. into it, and he can see, you know, into whoever's about to be kidnapped. And then it's like, oh, he wants you to keep on talking, so you keep the the thing alive and then they yeah. explicitly say that later but <laughs> right it takes a bit to make yeah. it obvious i think and i love that dan has like a manic energy throughout it like eventually he decides like i'm gonna have to blow up the station to make sure that this evil doesn't get out or whatever and then he figures <laughs> out the german side stuff and he's like so excited and he's like whooping and stuff like i 
I just love yeah, when he goes he's like shooting like that, him with you know? the thing. He's like, "Woo!" He's like, "Yeah, it's gonna kill you." There, there's a lot of charm to this movie that we can't really describe because it's yeah. like one, you're seeing practical effects like the whole time, and that's just a glory to behold always. And then a lot of a lot of what Dan is doing is just yeah, like whooping and making noises and just <laughs> stuff like that, and it's just fun, you know. And so he deserves a, a mention, I think. He is. Dun, dun, dun. Paul Hip, I want to say Paul, maybe, Hip. but he it's, he's there's a guy in the the first name is Paul Hip. Paul, if it that is, Paul is, Hip. It is, Paul is a Paul Hip. He from the special or the special features or whatever is from Broadway. It's what they were Whoa. saying. Whoa, really? Think. So uh, that kind of explains some of his like energy, yeah. I think, because he is very engaging to watch. And because a lot of his movies just him by himself interacting with the alien, yeah. talking yes, to his exactly. audience. So he's kind of monologuing a lot of it at the end of the day, and it's in, he's good. He's really good at it. Yeah, because the alien can't talk, you know. The alien can't talk. Yeah, so he's just talking essentially to himself through his little intercom mm-hmm. thing or whatever. And it's he's always good. It's always fun to watch him like run around and be excited and animated and so whatnot. Sweaty. I was I was really hoping. Sweaty. They do a little bit. They tease this plot line, but don't fucking follow through with it. He realizes he says he's like he says fuck you to one of the callers who keeps thinking it's an act, who still thinks it's an oh, act. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he goes, "Wait a minute!" And I really wanted him to start going on a complete like mother fucking cocksucker rant. piece of shit until they throw the channel off the rate like the, until like somebody comes in and like you hear just like, oh, the static of the yeah, emergency yeah. broadcast. Well, the the guy who yeah. runs the radio station outside, it's, it's like, like the f word. I'm ruined. <laughs> It's like the nerdiest way he says it. He was it like, was the great. F word, I'm ruined. He says that, and then there's a point where they're like, we're going to go. And he's like, blow up the station. He's like, we have 10,000 calls an hour. Think of the demographic. He's like, not with those kinds of demographics. Yeah, I love that shit. Uh, he's good, the, too. He's funny. Yeah, he has a bunch of, I mean, like, uh, towards the end when he's leaving, somebody says something about him being the bad boy of rock and roll, and he's like, get that fucking mic out of yeah. my face. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it was a uh, flip uh Flip, flip Modest or whatever his name is. Flip, flip Modest. Flip Humble. Flip, flip <laughs> Modest. <laughs> I, I feel like we just saw a little bit into your, how, how your mind works, John. Who <laughs> is vaguely a secondary like antagonist to this. There's one scene where he literally has like scheming hands with his Russian news anchor cohort like oh, oh, yeah, draped over his her. shoulder and he's like I'll get over there and get the scoop before Lee. And I'm like what the fuck's happening? Well their like, whole thing is, is that they're they're like the subtext to the whole movie sure. is that Flip was colluding with Dangerous Dan and his radio station to win a free car mm-hmm. and the whole was a marketing stunt and that's mm-hmm. why the, the reporter was so mad the whole movie because she was like, I'm going to expose the whatever. The so she doesn't care about the aliens. She's just running around harassing everybody the whole movie because she's trying to expose this like <laughs> FCC related threat or whatever. And then the sheriff's trying to just like, the sheriff thinks that Dan's holding people hostage. Sheriff's trying to kill station, Dan. So he's yeah. trying to get in and kill him. Yeah. And then Dan's is trying to get out because he's an alien. So it's a lot of different like assumptions about what's happening with Definitely. what's happening in the radio station. Yeah. Uh, she the, also apparently was an MTV anchor. Whoa! 90s. Wait, who was the actress? The actress who was the um, the Lisa Cummings. Oh, shout out! That's just, awesome. We should have just let her play herself. <laughs> she yeah. should me. <laughs> um, the only thing I want to bring, the last thing I want to bring up is <laughs> the critical response section of this. Yeah, fucking womp, dude. They was it not? I can't imagine it received it. well. <laughs> Cinemaphile gave it a bad review, zero out of four stars. Zero. Um, <laughs> zero. IMDb has it as a five point one out of ten. Um. A user on something awful gave it a minus 39 out of a minus 50. So minus 50 is the worst thing you could give it. Um, with the comment, who could ask for anything more from a film besides a bag to throw up in? So what I don't understand about, like, I understand this is not going to get good reviews or sure. like any sort of positive critical reception. Yeah. But on the surface, it's like literally just a harmless movie. You know Correct. what I mean? It's, it's not even like, like super. There's one. It's uh, like a C at worst, I th- or maybe just, like a D plus at worst. John, you know, people are afraid of rock yeah, and roll, exactly. dude. That's easy. It's true. This it's was true. the big yeah, one. This was the big the rock one. and roll, baby. Classic rock magazine described the no soundtrack as quote a grotesque mistake. Now look, I'm not a rock and roll guy. You are, but what the fuck kind of statement is that? So I'll tell you what, I did read the reviews for the album because I was interested. Mm-hmm. I like it, but yeah. I also like a ton of music that a lot of people don't like. Right. Um, so this album was not well received at all, sure. <laughs> especially sure. for a Blue Easter Cult record. Um, okay. <laughs> that said, I will say their score, I think, is really good. I think that it fits the tone of the movie perfectly. It's also like, 
it's like a movie score. It's not like rock exactly. dudes making yeah. rock music for a yeah. movie. The actual scored elements are like atmospheric and synthesized, and they use guitars where appropriate and all that. And their songs are perfectly fine <laughs> that they have <laughs> like, on no this as well. Them, yeah, like- also, symphonic symphony, whatever, psychotic symphony and DMT are both awesome. The other two bands are less good. That's definitely more schlocky 80s, like the less good hair metal right. type yeah. stuff yeah, is yeah, what yeah. the other two are are from what's on the record at least of course but it's certainly not garbage you know what a I mean? grotesque mistake like, is an affront no, that's in terms BS. of that's ridiculous what yeah. a fucking the awful album thing. is also certainly a passable both of these things are at no worst problem. yeah just totally c average good to go you know <laughs> i think they're both better than that clearly but it, it's one of the reasons why i feel like there usually is a little bit of room to to have more honest reviewers on certain things because it's like Sure, the critics might feel about it a certain way, but it's it's particularly the reason why it's impossible to find the good B horror films to watch, right? Because nobody's giving you the real. Because like, yeah, you're like, I'm after a different thing over here, man. This doesn't right. have to be like you don't have to compare it to fucking The Exorcist. Like, we <laughs> it's a whole different fucking kind of movie. Just tell me whether it's good in that way. You know, that's what totally. we do here. That's why you should keep listening. Now, maybe if we put it in like, like obviously. I was not old enough in 1992 at all to like understand what, what was happening around me. No right. So maybe at the time there was just so much of this type of stuff being pumped out that people were just like fed up with it, which yeah. I know is what happened with hair metal. For like sure. People were so sick of it that a lot of it that was good towards the end of the eighties and the early nineties was just panned critically in, in horrible ways because people were just done with the genre. Right. And there's a lot of bad grunge too, that people think is really good just because at the time it was something new and refreshing. An alternative rock in general in that time. Sure. So maybe those reviews are from. They're probably just reviews from the time. They're in the context of, of the music. Yeah. Wise, we're like Jesus Christ. Like we yeah, get exactly. it. Knock so off fucking Nirvana and knock off fucking whatever and knock off all this. Yeah. Like, right. Exactly. It gets a little complicated too because something similar happened with disco, but uh, it was in particular like the the idea of everybody hating disco was largely fabricated by people trying to bring more attention back to rock and roll, and a lot of the disco started being really bad towards the end was self-fulfilling prophecy like, trying to just put out crap disco as fast as they could oh, because they oh, saw that it was making a lot of money the original disco comes from like the queer scene and it's i'm going I'm, that's a whole fucking but, big that has to be an interesting conversation it's like, fucking sad. fascinating uh we'll but do yeah, a completely a separate episode just on the history of sometimes <laughs> i i i will post a uh, a link there's a there's an episode there's a podcast episode by um I'm, I don't remember the name of the show, but I will look it up and I will post it that has the history of disco and like why it, <laughs> yeah, why it cool. actually was ruined and why all those sentiments are largely homophobic and all that kind of stuff. And racist. That's the other one. Really? Uh, yep. Sure. I'll have to check that out because I it's like a rock and roll sin to like disco, but I love disco. Right. I think it's, it's awesome. fucking awesome. Yeah, because there's nothing to dislike. Well, there's, I mean, bad disco, I guess. But that's bad. bad. But it's you a good can... genre of music. Like, exactly. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it literally was. Came I'm not going like, to knock rock and roll for having bad rock and roll. Yeah, it came from <laughs> DJs and clubs who wanted everybody to not have to stop having fun ever, so they started cutting together music so that it was only <laughs> the good hype parts of it. And that's kind of where we get DJing from, too. Like, it's the only, to that point, the only thing about disco music that. And I'm an electronic music producer, so I can't even really harp on this too much. <laughs> but the um, also go. a rock music producer. That's but true. Um, the uh, disco did when they started bringing in DJs to do it. It was cheaper to hire one guy to do a show, right, than it is to hire five people plus a symphony behind them to do all the elements that you need to make a good disco song. Mm-hmm. So it just became cheaper to do DJ type stuff, and also a lot of early synthesizers were trying to synthesize string sounds, right? So once that became a prolific thing, you could hire one person who could play the synthesizer Mm -hmm. on a lot of records too and kind of cheapen the whole thing. So I think uh, I'm interested in that thing about disco because I think another additional layer to that is that it became fundamentally too expensive to continue doing compared to other things. Totally. That's, you know. Uh, That's so interesting. Yeah. I... I could go back and forth on this forever. I got, I got so many, so many hot takes on that. But we'll we'll let it go for now, uh, and I will I will post that link. Find us a disco horror <laughs> film, and we'll fucking Ooh, we'll talk the ears off of this. Guy. Easy, Ginger Dead Man, Three Saturday Night Cleaver. I'm gonna fucking. That's kill a good way to tie it all. On the title knot. I actually I have oh, fucking dare you. No fucking idea if there's there was if actually you, disco music in that. Dude, you're. <laughs> I'm right here, folks, and I'm I'm right at my hairline, which is fucking right there tune in tomorrow for gingerbread man three. tune in tomorrow to ginger find out the man or he's on a solo I podcast now wish. <laughs> fucking wish dude um but that's all i have yeah. for bad channels 
Definitely. Yeah. I was a big fan. I loved it. It's schlocky nonsense, and it was so fun. I'll say the cover also looks like a uh, Goosebumps book. Dun, 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 dun. Oh, kind of does. Yeah. It does. It could be, though. Definitely recommend that. Yeah. Yep. Well, if that is it, then I want to give a big thank you to this fucking guy right here. <laughs> is this guy right here, John? And for, I'm thanking him for our wonderful theme song, Deadwalk. Thank you. Uh, you can also catch him on the episodes of Slumber Party Massacre 2 and Deathgasm. I almost forget one of those every time. And now the bad channels. So I'm going to keep That's a theme happening. Here, yeah. I see. What I'm going to do is I'm going to keep saying all of them. So I'm going to be able to remember Please. a really long list of movies for no reason. Uh, I need to make a playlist like on Spotify that's just all of the songs from these various movies. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> oh, well, as awesome. we learned, the stuff on Slumber Party Massacre 2 isn't on Spotify, unfortunately. Autonomous uh, needs to get it on. <laughs> you need to put it online. <laughs> and don't forget, there's a people section of our site, thebloodystream.com, where you can look up what episodes any of our guests have been on. Yeah, absolutely. Um, do the quick things first, then we'll do the pluggables for the end. Um, Shouts out to our sister podcast, Downtime with John and Emily. How to podcast by siblings who don't know anything. You can find them at getdowny.com and at Downy Siblings on social media. D-O-W-N-E-Y, siblings as in brother and sister. Um, John, where can we find you? You can find me at Eyes of Historia, which is electronic based music and then and palm trees one word which is more rock based music and then space disco which is kind of a combination of the two so yeah. all on spotify all on spotify excellent um you can find us if you have things to say good or bad call in on twitter and instagram at bloody stream pod and we will talk to you same bloody time same bloody channel <laughs>